Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'd like to personally wish all of you a happy new year. What is so great about a new year is the sense of a clean slate, an opportunity to clearly define your goals reflect on what no longer serves you and get clear about what you really want to focus on, what you really want in life. A new year holds vital new chi. It's like a refresh button that we can all hit and start anew. For many of you, including myself, 2018 put us through the ringer. Nothing was off limits. You were challenged, you were stretched, maybe even tested beyond your known strength, but through every rapid comes still water. And thank God that still water is 2019. Take a moment to reflect on all that you have overcome, the challenges that you've conquered, and the obstacles that you survived, even if by the skin of your teeth. You did it. And let me tell you, if you were brave enough to answer the call, 2019 is going to reward you greatly. In numerology, this is a three universal year, as opposed to last year, which is an 11, and 11s can be tough. But three is a part of the 369 sacred trinity. This number brings creativity, good luck, and inspires us to be generous, powerful, and stay positive, you know, in those above the cross emotions. This is a year to grab a hold of all the opportunities that come to you and say yes to them. Number three vibrates to the planet Jupiter and the Wheel of Fortune in the Tarot. This indicates changes in luck, cycles in life, fate, and balancing karma. And hey, if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, you know about the importance of karma. I talk about it a lot, and there's a reason. So... Essentially, learn to let go, learn to go with the flow, and learn to grow within the cycles. And that's why I'm excited about the new sister circle that Master Healer Amy Ray and I have created called Elevate. That's what this year is all about. And I'm so excited because Elevate officially launches tomorrow. This sister circle is to help you find community and a tribe of like-minded women to support you. A sister circle is not a luxury. It's essential to emotional and spiritual health. And this club is going to feed that hunger for ritual that celebrates the divine feminine within all of us. And through this club, we're going to provide healing and transformation and support. It's perfect for the new year and this new energy. So if you're interested in learning more about Elevate, we officially go live tomorrow and you can head on over to courses 
dot gates interior design all you got to do is click on the button called elevate and you'll be taken to uh, the main page and you can learn all about it and hey you can even join all right let's get into today's show today's guest is laura powers seriously all you are going to love her she's perfect for the new year I actually asked her to come on specifically for the new year because I knew that she was exactly what all of you needed after 2018. She's an author, an actress, and a media personality. And oh, by the way, she happens to be a psychic medium, channeler of spirit, and pretty much has every Claire wide open. And what do I mean by a Claire? I mean, she's claircognizant, clairsentient, clairvoyant, clairaudient. She's got them all. So this girl travels more than anyone I've ever known. Every time I am talking with her, she is in Ireland or she's traveling to Vegas or she's overseas in Australia. I mean, she's just, she's everywhere. The cool thing is, is that she's using her powers to help heal the world. And today we get a chance to sit down and talk with her, not only about her abilities, but how she uses them and how she's able to help you tap into your abilities and teach you how to tune in. And she even does a little reading for me too, which is pretty fun. So I think that this is important because if you're interested in how 2019 is gonna unfold for you, she might be able to help you do that. And we'll have in the show notes all of her information at the end. Uh, I'll give you all that information if you wanna learn more. All right, are you ready? Let's dive in. Awesome, so what I think is interesting about Laura is that she actually started out in government. I'm curious, you know, as a child, obviously you had to have experienced many of these gifts. Um, You know, what was it like as a child being able to hear and see things? And you probably assumed others had the same gifts as you, but, you know, kind of pushing them down and going into government and now really coming into your light you know, what has that whole process been like and and how did it transpire into, you know, what it is today? Sure. So yeah, ever since I was little, I saw and sensed ghosts and other beings. And I knew pretty early on that this was not typical. And I knew that because other people didn't react to what I saw and sensed. So I remember asking my mom when I was little, maybe seven years old or so, if she saw things and I knew based on her response that she didn't know what I was talking about. So that kind of confirmed for me that this wasn't typical and I thought maybe I was crazy. I just didn't talk about it. I tried to block it out as best as I could. But as I got older and my abilities developed, that became harder and harder to do. And I also wasn't learning the tools to manage my gifts and abilities. And so life was pretty challenging for me actually for a pretty long period of time. And I finally, when I was in college, you know, learned that, no, I'm not crazy when a family friend described a ghost that I had seen, but never told anybody in detail. So that confirmed it for me, but I was still pretty kind of scared and psychically shut down and just kind of proceeded with my life living in a very logical and analytical manner, which I think is how most people operate at this point. And you know, basically what happened is I just got into a very bad place. I was, you know, working heavily in politics. I, um, fast forward several years, I was married. I was in, it was a bad toxic marriage. I was unemployed. I was physically ill and just really lost. Like I just, my whole life kind of fell apart before me. 
And then I actually went to a psychic just because I just really didn't know what else to do. I was just so stuck. And she explained to me that when I had blocked out my psychic abilities, I, I shut out the information that I needed to know, which made sense. It was basically like putting on a blindfold uh, because you don't like what you see and just pretending like it's not there, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not a very good tactic. Um, and so at that point, I set about, uh, you know, taking classes and opening up and I invited angels into my life and everything transformed uh, very dramatically from there. And I initially was just trying to help myself um, kind of dig myself out of this hole that I was in. Uh, I never thought that I would, you know, be making a living as a psychic medium. But as I progressed, it became pretty clear that I had gifts and abilities that could help other people in this way. And uh, so I, you know, changed my focus and here I am. <laughs> I think it's such a great story though, because, uh, you know, one of the, the things that you mentioned a minute ago was that life was very challenging. And I think that that's yes. something that, mm -hmm. you know, for the listeners today, I think you need to hear that because when you are not aligned with what your purpose is and when you are not aligned with what you are supposed to be doing. And most of us do know we have a ping, right? Like we have that thing that really lights us up and that we're really good at, but we don't think that we're good at because we think everybody can do it. Um, but you know, yes, it, it feels like you're swimming upstream and it's like, all you have to do is turn around and align with what it is and truly go from that bad place that you were talking about to a dramatically different life. I mean, how amazing and beautiful. I, I think that, I really think that that should be celebrated because I don't think enough people do that, right? Right, yeah, I think so too, I, you know, and I was living my life very much in the way that you're kind of quote unquote supposed to live your life. I, you know, went, I got my degree, I got a good job, I got my advanced degree, I got married, I got a house, you know, kind of check, check, check all the boxes. <laughs> and the truth is, I was miserable. And it's funny, because if you'd asked me at the time, I don't think I would have said I was miserable, but because it was all I knew. Um, but there came a point where it just things got really bad. Um, and now that I have made all these changes, it's, it's kind of like hard for me to imagine even existing in that state. And I think lots of people are just not even aware of how much good they can have in their lives. And they're just kind of, you know, treading water or just on a treadmill or whatever, just kind of doing what they think they're supposed to do. Hmm. You said it right there, doing what we think we should be doing, what we think we should be doing. I think yeah, that so many exactly. people <laughs> to live the expectation mm -hmm. rather than, you know, what it is that <clears throat> really lights us up and makes us feel really great. Um, and I think that when you do that, when you align with your purpose, everything really falls into place. It's so much more joyful, um, joy filled. And, you know, it, it's such a, like you said, dramatically different way of living. It's a dramatically different life. Um, now, how long has it been since you made this big shift for yourself? So that shift happened for me in kind of 09. And then when I left and shifted a lot of things, and then um, in 2010 is where I really got into more of the psychic work for myself. And so I've been a professional psychic medium for eight years now. So I'm curious, you know, when it comes to tuning in and, and communication with our spirit guides and our angels and, and, you know, just the divine spirits that are around us, I think a lot of people think, oh, I can't do that. That's for the professionals like, you know, like what Laura does. So 
Can you share with us maybe some of the common mistakes that we make in communicating with the divine and any tips that might help, you know, the audience that's listening today? You know, I always, I have a lot of friends that are mediums and channelers. And uh, one of my friends, Jamie, I always, you know, say that she has the gift of gab in her ear because she can hear spirit directly. And I always have to effort to get the information. So I'm just wondering, in your opinion, what are some common mistakes that people make and, and how can they more effectively communicate with their own spirit guides? Sure. Well, the first thing is that, yes, there are some people who, you know, have stronger abilities to sense and communicate with the non-spiritual realm, but we all have some and we all can ask for help. So regardless of even if you think I'm, you know, not psychic at all, we all can connect with that um, divinity and our sort of spiritual resources. So angels are an amazing tool and resource and they are beings of light who are here to help us. And they do honor our free will. So we can choose at any time to experience whatever we want to experience here in the earth plane, which is great. Uh, but unless we make it clear, you know, sometimes we end up attracting and experiencing stuff that may not be what we consciously want. It's just kind of what's there. So the analogy I give is our lives, our minds, our energy fields are very much like a garden. And if you don't plant flowers, what shows up are weeds. You don't have to plant the weeds. They're just there. So in terms of our lives, we have to sort of invite angels and light beings in, which are like flowers or fruits or something and plant and nurture them. And then we can transform our lives in a really beautiful way and simply doing little bits here and there, inviting assistance, paying attention to signs um, can be very dramatic in terms of the results in our lives. I would agree with that. I've been experiencing that quite a bit in my own life. Um, and Laura actually helped me. I was in the midst of a move and, um, I swear I've been calling you the manifestation queen. Um, <laughs> Great. That's wonderful. I was just, you know, I felt like I was really rising up to the calling that spirit was giving to me. And I was so disappointed that it felt so difficult. I just felt like I was really hitting a lot of walls and I just kept thinking, my God, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then why are you making it so damn hard? And it was pure kismet. A mutual friend connected Laura and I, and we were immediate friends. And I was like, okay, girlfriend, this is what's going on in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I need... I need this house. I, I need a very particular, and she was like, well, it's really quite simple. You just, you call on the real estate angels and you do this and you put this together and you write this down. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And Laura shared this amazing story of an office that she had manifested. And it was just kismet that she told me the story because one of the things that she kept saying was, you know, I almost didn't answer the ad because it was too good to be true. And without me realizing it, two days later, I had manifested this new home that I'm in now. And I was, I was telling a friend about it. I started to say, it's just, it's so amazing because it's too good to be, oh my God, this is what Laura said. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yes. I know that happens a lot where I think people kind of shut things down that are sent to them by their angels and spirit guides. Um, and sometimes it is hard to believe that something is that good. Um, but if you practice the manifesting steps that I mentioned to you, you know, amazing things happen. And if you want to learn more about that, by the way, I have a book called angels and manifesting, which lays it all out, you know, pretty simply. Um, but the, the basic steps are set an intention 
And I recommend for people to write, write it down because our thoughts can be muddied. And when you put things in writing into specific terms and words, it becomes a lot more clear both to yourself as well as your spiritual team of helpers, including angels. So set your intention, ask for help, and then be open to the messages that you receive and then receive it. Um, so if you are blocked in any one of those areas, if you're not setting your intention, if you're not asking for help, if you're not paying attention to signs, or if you're not open to receiving, then that's going to block your manifestation abilities. Yeah. And I would say, you know, just really be open because one of the things that I told Laura after I had manifest this was it was not what I wanted, but it was everything that I needed. And so I was aware enough to understand and realize that. And it's absolutely the perfect home. It's not what I thought I wanted, but it really checked a lot of the boxes. And it's truly, for where I am in my life right now, it's everything that I needed. And so I, I can't thank you enough because the, mm. the tools and the tips that you gave me, you know, I think that I was in just such a a strangled place. The energy was very constricted and I'm of this world and I knew that and I didn't know how to stop the train. And so it was, it was truly kismet that Shanna introduced us because it was the perfect timing uh, to hear that message. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Well, you know, the angels are constantly working behind the scenes as sort of matchmakers and connectors for different people. So yeah, and it is the same thing when uh, I had two people um, in my life that referenced you and it was this like psychic, like connect with her, you're supposed to connect with her. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm glad that that lined up. And again, because they're both intuitive, you know, we paid attention to that. Um, and the, you know, just when you learn to access your own intuition, it's just basically just make life easier and better. So that's why I'm so passionate about this because I experience it for myself being very blocked, very stuck, you know, feeling very much like a victim. And so now I have a great life. I mean, I travel all the time. I have amazing clients. Um, you know, I do all kinds of things that I love and I'm healthy. You know, I was overweight and, um, in a lot of pain and struggle before physically even, and now that's all gone. So if you're in a place in your life where you're having frustrations or things aren't, where you want them to be. I just, I just want to give the message that it doesn't have to stay that way and asking your angels and spirit guides for help and then taking even little baby steps um, towards your dreams and visions can have a huge impact on your life. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's just really a great way to step into flow. It's, you know, it's the difference of swimming upstream as opposed to turning around and, and, you know, kind of riding the wave of, of the stream and going where it takes you and, and being open and willing to accept whatever it brings to you, knowing that it knows your, your highest intention, it knows your highest good. Um, and it may tweak it a little bit and that's okay. You know, just being open to it. Um, and I think that's what's so magical about it. It's been pretty amazing since I've been here. Um, I feel like spirit has really been, you know, shouting at me and I, uh, <laughs> spirit animals, especially, uh, I saw an owl the other night and just this morning, uh, my project manager, Deborah and I, we were talking and a, a, a red cardinal landed on my window seal and we both were like, is this real? Is this really happening? Like, nice. Yeah, we're just getting all of these incredible messages, which has been just really cool. Um, I'm curious, you know, I've had readings before uh, from intuitives in the past, but 
for somebody who's never had it or worked with someone like you, what does that look like? What does a reading look like and, and what can you help them with? Sure. So I can look at all kinds of stuff. Um, I can help people with, you know, bringing in and figuring out how to manifest what they want to manifest. I can look at, um, you know, blocks past lives. Um, that relate to whatever's going on for that person uh, currently. Uh, again, looking at any life area, so romance, finances, health, um, relationships, you know, life path, anything. Uh, so yeah, my and, and I also do communicate with animals, uh, both uh, here in body as well as on the other side. So yeah, it, the readings and my work uh, vary quite a bit. I also have this kind of paranormal um, side where I do paranormal communication and I do house and space clearings and also um, remove energetic attachments that are, you can think of them as like energy parasites that are kind of feeding on a person and, and you know, making them unhealthy or, you know, depressed or whatever. So yeah, my, my work varies a lot client to client based on whatever that person wants and needs. Okay. And so if somebody calls you, they basically just say uh, that their goal or intention is this, or they'd like to know more about this. And then how do you get the information? Do you tune in? Do you hold something of theirs? How, what does that typically look like for you? Sure. And I also want to mention that I also do what I call general readings, which means I just, uh, even if a person doesn't have anything they specifically want me to look at, then I connect in with their angels and spirit guides and see whatever information they want to communicate to the person. So that can also be very powerful because sometimes we don't even know what we want or need, right? <laughs> we just, but we know we need something. Um, so yeah, I check in with my clients, see if there's anything that they want to know or, you know, what is driving them to book the session. And then I kind of go from there. And then in terms of information, I receive information a lot of different ways on the clairvoyance. So I see, I see information, um, in generally in pictures. I'm also clairaudient, which means hearing I'm an empath, which means feeling. So basically like receiving emotions and sensations in my, uh, energetic and emotional body. And then I'm also somewhat claircognizant, which means uh, just knowing things. So uh, during your reading, I'm getting information via all these different ways, and I just relay whatever it is that I am getting to my client during the session. You're like a quadruple threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think everyone has, you know, maybe one or two areas that they have more psychic ability, but um, the truth is, I think we all have at least some of a, a few different areas. And the more that you practice it, it's like anything, it gets stronger. So for me, clairvoyance and being an empath were the two that just were really strong ever since I was little. And then as I've developed it, um, you know, I've gotten more awareness and strengthened all of my psychic abilities. And I'm basically doing it all the time because not only am I doing it with my clients, but I'm just regularly exercising this muscle for my own self in my own life. Awesome. So if I were to ask you for myself, like just a generic, what does spirit want us, want me to know or, or uh, know for 2019, what would that look like? Okay. All right. So first thing I always uh, do an invocation to make sure I'm getting information from light sources. So I'm going to call on Amanda's angels and guides and my angels and guides to watch over this reading and make sure that whatever comes through is for the highest good. I'm also specifically calling on Archangel Michael, Raphael, Samuel, Jophiel, 
and Azrael is popping up too. So there's a few that I call in all the time and then I kind of see who else is there. All right, so let me just check in here with the guides. Okay, first message I'm getting is just to let you know how powerful you are. I, I, I'm getting, and this is especially coming from Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael is an uh, amazing angel who's really good at clearing dark energy. He's good at manifesting and protection. And he's, he wants me to tell you you're so powerful and that sometimes it's like you don't fully know or you don't um, kind of access that power for yourself as much as you could. Um, he's also telling me you do get caught up in a lot of fear and worry, but that you're very empathic and a lot of times you're taking on other people's fear and worry and kind of heavy energy and then it's manifesting for yourself. So when you're experiencing that, it's actually a message that it's time for you to do some clearing releasing of what you've absorbed from other people makes sense <laughs> and i get um what's coming up is there's a lot of that with um with clients so professionally as well as somewhat with with uh, personal contacts as well yeah when i i tune into your energy body i feel a lot of kind of heavy forward energy in the heart heart area so the heart chakra for those who aren't familiar is our empathic center and when an empath is like a psychic sponge so you basically think of like a sponge just absorbs you know it takes on whatever's around so empaths in particular really need to learn how to um, heal clear and release you know what they're taking in from other people regularly so you can think of that as kind of like taking an energy shower or something like we're very taught to take care of ourselves physically but we you know do best when we manage and uh work on the spiritual and energetic side as well all right let me see what else okay so i'm getting that you're at the beginning of some really big shifts and these kind of energetic boundaries and not taking on other people's pain and struggle is really key for this um, and the image that Michael is giving me is um, like all these weights uh, anchors almost like holding you down and energetically you're actually more like a buoy that would rise and rise and just keep going higher and um, do really well but these anchors which are other people's kind of heavy energy and struggle keep you down keep you from that so um, and what I'm getting from him is that sometimes you're such a healer that you focus on trying to help other people. It's like, you want to rise. So you're like, let me heal you so we can rise together. <laughs> and the message I'm getting for you is that what's actually going to be more effective for you and for those other people is to release those who are acting as those anchors for you. And then you will rise and actually that you are meant more to basically be a model for people versus doing things or helping them directly does that make sense so rather than like i you know i amanda i'm here to do and help everybody it's like i'm here to show people how they can do it and that's the best tactic for you and actually the most effective one as well does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah i'm a doer <laughs> yeah and that's what i'm getting is is that's part of the lesson that you're learning is you know that in some cases it's actually more effective not to do but to to show or to do for yourself versus um doing for other people and he's showing me that your path as you do more of this releasing of other people's struggle you know trying to help other people too much to the point where it's 
damaging for you um, is really beautiful and wonderful. Lots of things that um, you want to bring in your life, abundance, more abundance, um, opportunities. And I don't know if you've considered this, but I'm, I'm being shown, you know, television and media being an important aspect for you. Oh, well, we'll see if that happens <laughs> here first. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, so when I do a reading, I'm, I'm being shown what's possible. And, you know, here's the thing. We all have free will. So the what comes to us is not set. You know, I, a lot of people are like, I don't want to know what's happening. And it's like, well, that's to me, that's unfortunate because we completely have the ability to shift and change um, what is being brought to us so we can change and through our choices and actions bring something into our lives um which is something that we want and desire um and so you know with what i'm seeing this is a very possible future for you um and then it's up to your you know free will choice and the decisions that you make and what you say yes to and what you say no to so i'm just going to share the idea that our minds uh excuse me our lives are very much like a netflix queue and by that, I mean that whatever you say yes to, whatever you watch on Netflix, it basically says you might like this and it pops up other things into your feed. So whatever we're saying yes to or kind of watching or choosing in our life is like creates what is brought to us. So by making choices that are aligned with what we want, we bring ourselves closer to what we want. And by saying no to what we don't, um, then we are releasing that which is not what we want and helping, you know, shift our life in a positive direction. I think that makes perfect sense. You know, I, I think that I read somewhere in a spiritual book, like for every opportunity that is given to us, there's like 17 different ways it could go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how we respond to something and that includes our physical actions, you know, and also our thoughts. So the, our thoughts are, are huge. And um, I just want to say the idea that praying and worrying is, is, excuse me, worrying and stressing out is like praying for what you don't want to happen. So whenever you find yourself, anyone finds themselves thinking about something that isn't what they want, just, you know, turn that into a prayer a request for what it is that you want instead and ask for help releasing anything that is not in alignment with that. I want to repeat that because I think that's really powerful. I think that, you know, one of the things that I've been teaching in uh, my course, Mastering Feng Shui with Confidence, which will be coming out again this spring, but I talk about the idea of really getting your intentions clear and how 78% of the, the population is, is what I call below the cross emotions. They're focusing on the wrong things and they're, you know, in fear and worry and anger and doubt. And so what Laura just said is that worrying is like praying for what you don't want. So really let that sink in because mm -hmm. that's a powerful statement that focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Absolutely. And, you know, it is very normal to have thoughts of worry and anxiety. So, you know, don't judge yourself for that. But if you can change the pattern, that has a huge impact. And another thing that helps is 
just paying attention to who and what it is in your life that that might contribute to those stressful thoughts and feelings. So if you're an empath in particular, it's really important that you pay attention to who you're surrounding yourselves with in the environment that you're in and release people or situations that have heavy or stressful energy. Let me ask you this. I've been going on walks um, a couple times a day and I've actually been kind of called to really hug trees and be around mm. trees and utilize yeah. them to clear my energy. So um, I feel like a lot of women, especially that listen to this show are empathic. Um, I think a lot of the, the women in my, my circles around me are empathic. Is that a good way to help kind of clear out the gunk is to, to be around nature and to be, you know, around trees and stuff? Absolutely. That's uh, very beneficial. In fact, um, there's a, a term called forest bathing, which is basically like, you know, going for a walk in the trees and it basically clears your energy field. So yes, that's very effective and different tools for clearing energy work differently for some other people. Some people really get a lot of clearing from water, you know, being by the ocean or taking a, an Epsom salt bath, for example. Some people really get grounded and do well with taking walks in nature. Um, for some people, music is very healing and clearing. So I think just pay attention to what you feel drawn to and what you need. And then I'm a big advocate of meditating. And it's a funny thing because when you start, it seems so hard. And then the more that you do it, the easier it, you know, it becomes. So anything that you can do to sort of clear out the, the noise and worry um, is great. And there are different tools that work for different people. Yeah, I would agree with that because music is also a powerful one. I mean, if I mm -hmm. think if you put on one of your favorite songs, um, you know, you're snapping your fingers, you're singing along, you're dancing. I mean, that I, I talk about that a lot in feng shui as far as it just completely shifts your chi uh, by the way that it makes you feel. And I, I think that that would, would be another great way to um, change the, the energetic field around you. Just little things. And they're simple, too, which I think is great. Simple and free. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much that you can do that is really simple. You know, there's some great meditation apps in um, insight timers one, even, and if you're just on Spotify, they have, you know, there's playlists of meditations, guided meditations. So yeah, there's so much that you can do. That's very simple and easy. And I have found that a little bit of work done in this area makes a huge impact in terms of our lives. Yeah, like I said, I've been getting all kinds of messages from, from nature alone um, in the last week. And, and it's amazing that the more I validate it, the more I'm getting. It's like they're, they're shouting at me, which I love. Um, so I think it's really incredible when you sit with it and you open yourself up. And I agree. I think if you start a meditation practice, even if you find it difficult, you'll find that once you get into it, you'll miss it. You'll crave it. Totally. Yeah, it's weird because uh, it feels meditating feels really hard at the beginning. And then once you get practice and because easier then it's like if you don't have it, you you miss it. And it's really uh, it's the opposite. It feels really good and easy. <laughs> yeah, you, you almost feel chaotic if you don't have mm -hmm. it. Exactly. Well, Laura, I know that you've got a busy day ahead of you. Laura's actually uh, about to get on a plane to Ireland here pretty quick. So yeah, <laughs> she's like a nomad. She travels. <laughs> just talking to you, like every time you're in a different spot, I'm like, oh, I'm so exhausted just talking. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah, we were chatting about this before. You know, everyone is kind of built differently. I, I love traveling. So for me, 
It energizes me there. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are parts that are tiring, but I love going to new places, meeting people, um, you know, and just traveling really lights me up as a person. So that's part of why I set up my life um, to live that way because I really enjoy it. And I've manifested amazing opportunities. So yeah, I'm on the road and going to amazing places all, all the time. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's the truth. Well, Laura has, as she mentioned, um, I believe six books, right? Um, seven books that are released. Yeah. And then I have uh, one more that's written, but not released and another one in progress. So yeah. And they're all on, you know, angels, spirits, manifesting, archangels, um, the supernatural. So it runs the gamut. Um, also psychic abilities. So there's, I think, something for everyone who's interested in this kind of general area. Yeah, she's got a, a lot of amazing books. I will put in the show notes the link to her website and also um, the link. I believe you've got a link on your website for your books as well, right? I know they're on Amazon. Yeah, uh, yep. They're linked on my homepage as well as on the store page, all the links to all the different stores and where you can get both hard copy and electronic copies of them as well. Awesome. And I know that we've had a lot of listeners write in to tell us about, you know, 2018 really put them through the ringer. It was a rough year. So if you're, you know, really busting out for the new year, excited about 2019 and, and how it's going to unfold for you, if you're curious about maybe knowing a little bit more and tuning in, Laura is available for uh, readings. Like I said, I'll put her information in the show notes below so that you can contact her directly. Um, and, you know, she's amazing. You'll uh, enjoy every bit of her, you know, being able to tune into your energy and your spirit guides and um, just have some simple awareness of, of what's ahead, right? Right, right. Just learning how all of this works and then making little tweaks in our lives so that we can have a better life. And I truly believe that a rising tide, you know, rises all ships, meaning, you know, if each of us individually is better then all of us as a whole are better and the world improves. And, and I'm so passionate about that. <laughs> awesome. Well, Laura, again, thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy gal. I'm so excited to share you with my audience, especially in this new year. Um, I think that a lot of people are ready to shed 2018, and I think that you could be a powerful tool to help that manifest and, and really get people in the right state of mind um, for the new year. So thank you. You are most welcome. It's such a pleasure to talk with you today. So wouldn't you agree that this was the perfect show to kick off the new year? I hope that all of you really took to heart what Laura was saying today about how to really care for ourselves, how to make sure, I think a lot of us are empathic and pick up on other people's emotions. I know that as a healer, as a feng shui practitioner, 99% of what I'm doing every single day is dealing with grief or anxiety, upset, uh, relationship issues, financial issues, and she's absolutely right. I am, my heart is so open. I have so much compassion and I do want to help people. I want to help heal them through their feng shui. And so apparently I need to make sure that I'm cleansing off those emotions and energy because apparently I'm taking them on. But one of the most powerful things that I really learned about today, and I think that you should sit with, because I think a lot of us do this, is that we do get caught up in fear and worry. And in reality, those fears and worries probably, well, one, they may not be our own, but two, they may not really serve us. Fear and worry is praying for what you don't want. 
So sit with that. I think that's a powerful statement. All right, everyone. I hope that you have enjoyed this show today. I am excited about the new year. I hope that you are too. Again, happy new year. I hope that you've had a fantastic holiday season. Uh, if you like the show, be sure to leave us a review, subscribe. Um, you can go on to iTunes or Stitcher to find the show. And uh, if you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us at Let's Chat at thegatescompany.com. You can head on over to our website at gatesinteriordesign.com to learn more about getting a floor plan reading. And if you're interested in joining our new club, the Elevate Club, you can go to courses.gatesinteriordesign.com and click on Elevate and you'll be able to find out all of the information or join. And it goes live officially tomorrow. All right, everyone. Trust the vibe because the energy never lies.